0: Mosaic 2413 is a it's a cool one because you have, you know, the people of Alma that have escaped King Noah and they have, you know, gone on and done their thing. They were all baptized and everything was hunky dory. And then you have Amulon, Amulon that like finds out where they are and makes them slaves and prisoners. And it's really tempting for Alma's people to, you know, be upset about this because all they've done is be righteous and everything like that. And Mosiah 24 just gives a really good perspective on how the Lord lifts us up and and gives us strength in our struggles. And I actually gave a talk like a month after I returned from my mission. And it was about this kind of concept about how the Lord is going to like speak to us and lift us up. Like he obviously isn't going to abandon us. He's going to keep doing what he can to lift us up and help us out, whatever that looks like at the time. So I'm just going to read verse twi- 30 13, 13, sorry. Came to pass that the voice of the Lord came to them in their affliction saying, lift up your heads and be of good ch- comfort, <laughs> be of good comfort for I know of the covenant, which you've made unto me and I will covenant with my people and deliver them out of bondage. So the Lord is saying like, Hey, you know, that covenant you made with me, that was for realsies. And I'm going to keep that covenant. And I'm going to make a new covenant with you. You know, I'm going to covenant with you. And I'm going to deliver you out of bondage. He doesn't exactly say when, but he says that he will. And I also really like how this verse talks about how he spoke to them in their afflictions. You know, this is after they had been pouring out their hearts to God. They had already been, you know not treated super well. And the Lord does. He speaks to them and he's like, yeah, yeah, I hear you. And I'm going to help you out. And I've just seen it multiple times where it's like in the thick of it, that is where it seems like he really does like come prominently into the picture. And I think there's a lot of different angles we could take with this. But I think the thing I really just want to hammer, hammer in as far as the hammer and the nail concept is like the Lord is going to come to help you out. You know, it's going to be there. It's going to be in his timing and in his own way. I was talking with a friend about this recently, about how the Lord's thoughts are higher than our thoughts and his ways are higher than our ways. It makes me think of like this, this interesting, like talk. I think it's at the end of the book, The Power of Everyday Missionaries. And there's this ward, you know, congregation that is trying to do more missionary work. And they don't have many people, like guys that hold the priesthood and everything like that. And they're praying and praying. And they're like, We need, we need somebody, you know, to help. You know, because how are we going to get the sacrament and other stuff? And then they like did a fast. And this like 13 or 14 year old kid shows up. I don't remember. He probably had a parent or something. And they thought it was a joke. They're like, wow, this is the help the Lord is sending. You know, this is kind of ridiculous. And then, you know, fast forward a number of years. He gets put under the help of the bishop and he gets to lift up and help a lot of people in the ward and you know is that like special situation that he was in he was able to help out all those people became an awesome missionary and then went on a mission you know because i believe you should probably be a pretty good missionary before you go out on your mission or at least have some practice and you know love and help other people because you're going to be doing that when you get home anyway too right so he he gets home and then his homecoming talk he gives this awesome homecoming talk about his mission and by then there's more there's more you know deacons and whatever and stuff in the ward and like almost all of those kids like one of them stands up after the talk he's like because he went on a mission i think his name is ricky pretty sure his name is ricky the book is not available publicly but i'll try to find the page number but it's a good book right and uh It's like, because Ricky went on a mission, I'm going to go on a mission too. And then you have all these kids that stand up, like, I'm going to go on a mission too. I'm going to go on a mission too. And I think like 17 kids stood up and I'm pretty sure like 16 of them went, you know? And you think of the impact of that, it just adds up over time. And I think of like times where the Lord is clearly like giving me answers in perspective I mean, there's been times where I've gotten, like, new podcast episodes and really, really, like, tough moments. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's kind of like Aladdin. It's kind of like this. And then it's like, what, what is this? I just made this. What is this? And I'm like, I listen to it. And it's like, oh, yeah, this is definitely for me to help me out right now and give me some perspective on everything that's going on because I can't handle the big picture. I can't. You know, I can try to comprehend it and I can be mesmerized by the thought of it, but I definitely can't handle that right now. And so I'm just getting a little a little piece here, a little piece there. And with these people in Mosiah 24, they probably weren't really ready to be free from bondage. You know, there was a lot that they could learn from still being in bondage, which it's not super cool, but that's how it goes. And then later they got strengthened. So their burdens were made light in verse 15. Burdens were made light, which goes along well with Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 to 30. And it says they also submitted cheerfully and with patience, all the will of the Lord. And then the next verse 16, the Lord says, be of good comfort on the morrow. we am going to deliver you out of bondage. And you imagine how beautiful that is? <laughs> like, chill out, like, get happy. Like, it's a good, it's going to be good. Like, tomorrow... I am going to get you out, you know? It sort of makes me think of the third time that Nephi and his brothers went to go get the brass plates. You know, they just seen an angel after the second time of it not going super well. Angel is like, yeah, you're going to get the brass plates this time and Laban's going to be delivered into your hands. It's kind of like, oh, cool. And, you know, Laman and Lemuel are like, uh, how's that gonna happen? Laban has a lot of, a lot of soldiers and stuff. He is fifty and he can slay fifty. Why not us? But Nephi just goes and trusts, and there you go. So whatever deliverance looks like, I mean, it's like Jacob six, Jacob six six about cleaving unto God as he's cleaving unto you. That's another good verse. It's a uh, it's beautiful how you can get a lot of perspective and understanding of Christ just from hopping around these verses. I mean, we, we can go into another one. So First Nephi 7, I think it's 7, maybe it's 719. When Nephi is tied up by his brothers and left to die in the desert, this is before they built the boat and everything, after they got gone the brass plates. And he prays, it's like, hey, according to my faith, like... Unleash these bounds from me, you know? And he gets released and he's able to go and see his brother, Like, hello, I'm back, you know? Whereas when he was on the boat, it said, Nephi himself said, like, the Lord suffers it so he can show forth his power later, you know? Because what would be the most powerful in this instance was not to untie, like, make it to Nephi. Nephi was a... able to release himself from his bounds again it was to calm the storm and everything else and also so layman and lemuel could learn some humility because the storm got crazier and everything was going crazy and you know the living scriptures does a pretty good job of portraying it at least a little bit and also the book of mormon videos the church recently came out with which are good you know it's just like Wow, you know, if we don't get our act together, this is not good, you know. And it just shows the need to be humble and whatever circumstance you're in, whatever help you're given. And I think that's something I'm really, really working on right now is like not not criticizing the help that's providing. Be like, oh, wow, I wanted food and you gave me like a piece of pie. You know, like be like, wow, you gave me a piece of pie. Thank you. Like, that's cool. I wonder who made this pie. I wonder... How this happened or whatever you know it's just being thankful for that so i guess we'll just leave it at that for now i'm still just walking into the library and yeah it's a it's a good day but the lord is definitely able to speak to us in our afflictions and to lift us up and give us strength and that he just looks at all of us with so much compassion and so much understanding and just loves us infinitely. And I know that's true. And yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Remember the fucks of Goldie Pickup today. will shine for you today, tomorrow, and forever.